Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever. A podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them. With your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell. Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and people who love them. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I am your other co-host, David Bell. And uh, who the hell are you? Hi! Michael Swaim here. Hello, Michael. Hey, Michael. Hello, thanks for having me. Absolutely, thanks for doing the show. What uh, what movie did you bring to defend? Oh, God, no! <laughs> wild Wild West. <laughs> I yes. am very excited to see how you defend this film. Oi. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is, uh, uh, Mike, why don't you favor us with a, a brief plot description of this film? I'll favor you with a plot description. I also want to give the caveat that I love you guys and I love being on this show, but I'm not the kind of guy who usually likes bad movies, if that makes sense. Sure. I got you. Um, so I find it defensible because of the sheer entertainment value. I also watched it with my parents and they laughed right. every three to five minutes throughout the whole film. So I was like, okay, it must be entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> and I see things I like. But Wild Wild West is essentially a cash grab shadow husk version of Men in Black. Sure. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Starring Will Smith and Kevin Klein. Uh, I forget what year it came out. Does 99. Have, uh, 99. 99. Okay. That makes sense. It stinks of 99. Well, it, the millennium hadn't taken hold yet. So right. that's is, why. The, the 99 is palpable yeah. in yeah. this film. And it's essentially Wild 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 West version. I'm sorry. Wild Wild <laughs> fucking A. They got in my head. <laughs> it's the Wild West singular it is. version of Men in Black. Yeah. Will Smith is like a go-getter who's good at running and jumping and being charming and sarcastic. He's Jim West, Desperado. He Rough is, Rider. He's paired with <laughs> Kevin Klein, who is... Not, it's not exactly the same role as Tommy Lee Jones, but it's another like odd couple. He's essentially written identically to Niles Crane from Frasier. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, oh heavens, how is he going to deal with this? And he's your gadget guy. He's got yeah. all the gadgets and the president, Grant, at this time. Uh, one cool thing I'll throw in that I think is defensible right away is they did cool stuff with the alternate history idea where it's like Jim West is walking into the White House and there's no fence and the sheep are grazing on the lawn because mm-hmm. it's still being built. Right. Um, by slaves. They don't show that, but nope. <laughs> they, they touch upon slavery here and there, which yeah. is very kind strange. Of, well, you kind of. You can't not, because you're doing a film yes. that is right after the Civil War and yeah. your main character's black. Yes. So it's and the opening scene is him doing an undercover mission in West Virginia. Like yeah, it's right. gonna come up. And if it didn't come up, you'd be like, "That was weird." It'd be weird, yeah. Yeah, if it, yeah. If it didn't come up, same if you didn't see his balls. Did you guys pause? You see his yeah. balls twice, twice, first, two first, times. First five minutes of well, the movie, one ball each. We yeah. see his taint. That's that's you do. He fall, when he falls out of the water tower and he falls in a frame. There are the balls, yep. and then when he stands up balls yep. <laughs> the first one the balls are coming right at you yeah so it's the it's the steampunk alternate u.s history civil war era story of Kevin man Klein on a rocket bike and will smith and his balls defeating arless loveless an evil southern general yeah. who commands a giant robotic is he spider a, is yeah. he a general it's never it's not i clear guess it's to me. never established he's a southern loyalist sir yeah that's yeah. what i meant he's like say. a scientist he fought in the army right 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 i'm but not sure he built well, he lost know. half of his body, I thought, fighting the yeah. Civil War. He massacred a, a settlement that in, 
secluded Will Smith's parents. Yeah. Right. So it's got that old trope going for yeah. it. Yeah. I will say this. Uh, yes, he's a robotic half man. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom half is, he is a half man. <laughs> there are elements of this film that I don't mind. Um, like I'm not, I'm not going to come down hard on this movie, even though I feel like I probably should because it's kind well, of a disaster. But mm-hmm. what one thing I will say that watching it again recently that really surprised me is that that metal spider you you just spoke of looks not too bad in the movie. It's not a bad effect. It's pretty good CGI. I thought the set inside when Will Smith is inside. The spider in like the room fighting the robot guys looks really ninety nine. Like it looked very Batman and Robin, yeah, uh, or like Qzar or Ultra Zone laser taggery, right? Yeah, but you're right. The outside of the spider looks pretty good. Yeah, you guys know the famous Kevin Smith story. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's John. So we don't even have to go into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, Although I do want to note that of the few notes I made verbatim, one of them is the opening lines of this movie. So imagine a guy sitting there with his pipe. Typing up first lines, first lines that hit the page. Scientist runs into frame and says, my God, he's a madman. I must tell the president, giant spider. Yes. <laughs> I, I wrote something down, too, because the opening giant is just a guy spider. screaming vague exposition to yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and he pretty much says it all. Like That's how you need to know. <laughs> like, when he says giant spider, he pretty much spoils it, right? Because once you realize, like, oh, okay, like, when they're later being attacked by the same mechanism, mm-hmm. at that point, you must know, like, okay, there will be a giant spider in this well, movie. Well, you also point. knew because it was in all the marketing. Oh, that's, like, that's a good The point. movie is written as if the giant spider is a reveal, but it was in, it was in the music video, it was in the trailer, it's on the poster. Right. But, like, if you're, like, an alien just watching this movie. Yeah. As a uh, broadcast from Earth, you would still be like, oh, there's going to be a giant spider. Well, they tease it. I mean, he flat out says giant spider. Nobody yells. You can't yell giant spider. You can't yell giant spider. That's true. If it were a more clever film, there'd be the off chance that that was like a a metaphor for a international cult of... You know, like the web or something. Sure. But it's not. So it's literally a giant spider. Right. There's a lot of things in this movie... That's the first thing I'll come down real hard on. Like, there's, um, I think the cat, I think it's a great cast. Yeah. I think it's a very, very bad script. And um, Son- it's Barry Sonnenfeld directing. Yes. He directed Men in Black, right? Or yep. Some- okay. It, it does have flashes of the same, like, and Sonnenfeld directed some early Cohen stuff. Mm-hmm. He knows where to put the camera. Right. It looks fine. It looks good sometimes. There's some, um, and there, he, he has, he so does it's mainly some, the script that's weird. Yeah, that's it's, the thing. Is when you're trying to do yeah. rip off Men in Black, Men in Black is a very charming film. So there is going to be charming elements in this. I would say a, a, a movie with Will Smith and Kevin Kline, like, I'd like to see them do another movie together. Right. That's not um, so steeped in yeah. homophobic jokes. Right. And them fighting over a, a woman whose character could be deleted completely from the film and it wouldn't affect anything. <laughs> Like, Sama Hayek oh, yeah. is in this movie for no reason. <laughs> she shows her butt sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that's I the reason. That's, that's the reason. That's the reason. Yeah. But, like, if you removed her character, it like, she doesn't she doesn't advance the plot in any way. Yes. And it's just... It's yeah. no Kahlo. <laughs> but, uh, um... Oh, oh, crap. 
Now you're it. just thinking about that Frida Kahlo biopic, right? Right. <laughs> I got your brain off on a tangent. <laughs> um, right after that, well, I'm supposed to defend it though, right? Well, yeah. we can okay. go through it. So I loved <laughs> yeah. the shitty black exploitation <laughs> 70s parody music in the opening credits. Oh, yeah. Quote, is, unquote. Is that, the, is that the theme from I the show? I think it's a spin on the original theme. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a couple There's a couple moments in this that I realized, like, oh, I think that's from- The TV show. The t- like, the last line of the movie, I'm pretty sure, is from the TV show, just because of how Here we go again in the West. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? No, it was, um, like, can I- do you <laughs> Here mi- we go again in, in the, the West. <laughs> <laughs> It was something like, Roll do you credits. mind if I ask you a question? Yes, I do. Or something like that. It was some back and forth they did at the mm. end. Okay. That was like very, it was like clearly like like a line that had been written like 20 yeah. years in the past. So mm. it was just like, oh yeah, this is. Well, that's what I feel like the, the credits, and maybe I'm spoiled because in our lifetimes, credit sequences have become often the best part of a mediocre film. Yes. Where you're like, wow, whatever animation the house they randomly had do the opening credits, it looks awesome. But the Wild Wild West credits are like, is this 99 or 89? It's very yeah. dated compared to the rest of I the think, Yeah, effects. I think it is trying to it's gotta do be, like nostalgia. It's trying to, okay. I'm sure it's trying to do the, the TV show. Didn't like other, like, I, I don't know if the A-Team movie did it or the Mod Squad. Like, I think all the, or Charlie's Angels. Mission Impossible does it. Yeah, Mission Impossible does it. And that's a good touchstone for this. Yeah. They feel like a two-man IMF, basically. Including that Kevin <laughs> Klein is constantly disguising himself as the president. Yes. With a oh, rubber yeah. mask. I want to talk about the opening, the first... When they when they first uh, go to the White House, yeah, because everything about that's insane. Um, Kevin Klein has snuck into the White House and has assumed the identity of the president. Right, the president doesn't not, know he's there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what he's doing until Will Smith gets there. Will Smith goes in and just starts pointing guns at people, like he breaks into the White House yeah. as well. And One, then they square off, and then the president comes in and he's like their M, like he gives them their assignment. Yeah. Um. All of that's insane. He fires a bullet into the ceiling of the Oval Office. Yes, he does. Um, there's something about that scene that really frustrates me, and that it, it's a it's a weird nitpicky thing. But Jim West has two guns, and they're both on his right side. Hmm. Okay. Do we ever see him draw that's both at dumb. once? Like, does he no. reach across? He never draws draw? both at once. But it's like if you're going to have two guns. I that's didn't even dumb. notice that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he has one on his holster and he has one slightly higher like on, he's on got, his hip. Like he's yeah. got a secret Goro arm. Yeah. Like, yeah. If he whipped out a Goro arm, it wouldn't be out of place. Yeah. Because there's suddenly arms. cyborgs in this movie. Suddenly in cyborgs. <laughs> suddenly cyborgs. <laughs> are whirring beside you. <laughs> um, that's yes, a little well, bit later. It's, it's clearly... Is this one of the first, it might be one of the first mainstream high-budget treatments of a steampunk alternate history. League so of Extraordinary Gentlemen came before it. That's true. Oh, man. But when you are a steampunk no, it didn't. enthusiast. No, it didn't. I'm okay. wrong. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is 2003. I'm Shit sorry. is few and far between is all I'm saying it as is. a steampunk yeah. fan. Like when Golden Compass got canceled, you were like, that was my steampunk. It's gone now. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow was later the same year. That's a little. Does that count? It has, I guess it's got some steampunk stuff in it. Very little. It's a little got. Bit. It's more like Tim Pert. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it would bit. count. And this doesn't technically have a zeppelin in it, so I guess it doesn't no. count. Yeah, <laughs> spider is akin to a zeppelin. It does have a train that, for no reason, has panels that flip you to the underside of yes! the train. <laughs> why? I wrote that down too. Why does the pool table and chair do that? <laughs> like, why? Why does? Know. Why does one design a train? He's really guarding against infiltration into his train. Well, what's yeah. a, the standard trick with that, or laying pipe as the wire writers called it, would be 
they banter and they get in an argument. Kevin Klein gets the best of Will Smith by using the pool table that flips around. Later, they should use that to dispatch someone, which yeah, would be easy right. to put in, but they don't. <laughs> he uses it to get onto the other plant, the other train. They just use it for transportation. Yeah. yeah, they never nothing. There's nothing on the train is ever used against the villains, the, except the, the pool balls. He throws one right. pool ball and it explodes. The eight ball, yeah. But like the gas. It's, it's Sama Hayek accidentally gasses themselves yeah, for no reason. They make her the worst. <laughs> um, like, they make I was her surprised just how much she's thrown away in this. Yeah, she's oh, yeah. nothing. She yeah. literally doesn't matter. Um, Speak, a- speaking of the train, I love the witty repartee. I have a train to catch. Not if I catch it first. What does that mean? If you get to the train first, you're going to blow it up? I can't get on the train? Well, he leaves without him. <laughs> I guess that's the, the true. The very next shot is Will Smith trying to catch up to the train. Which he easily does. Yeah. <laughs> there's Also, the president just ordered you to work with this guy. Yeah, yeah. there's not going to not let him throwing each other under the bus at the beginning. The, the, the part where Kevin Klein has Will Smith hung. Um, he does. Yeah. With his with, rubber rope. Uh, yeah, rubber rope that for no reason he has. I'm not sure why he brought that rubber rope to he the He brought party. the rubber rope to get Will Smith hung. Okay, so he just knew Will Smith would be I, in a situation. Inspire a lynch mob? Yeah, right. apparently. Yeah. Well, you're at a you're at a plantation. All right, that's yeah, it's in not, New Orleans. <laughs> it's not right the after, the after the Civil War. Right after the Civil War. Will Smith's cocky as hell. He <laughs> refuses to wear a disguise. Like there's a lot of in in a way to try to really make their characters an odd couple, yeah. Like they make, I mean, Artemis isn't much better, but they make Will Smith really fucking dumb. Yes, like, but witty, like witty, yeah. witty, witty, but like, dumb about what's going on. Right? He is he is illogically opposed to a lot of the things. Well, because the his, plans that yeah. will obviously work. Yeah. His, <laughs> his arc is he learns to plan ahead. That's his arc. Because right. at the very end, then what's his name? Kevin Klein is Artie. Yeah, Artemis. It, yeah. Artemis. Artemis, and he's just like, we gotta, we gotta act. And Will Smith is the one who's like, no, we need a plan. Quickly <laughs> create flying, invent flying, real well, quick. That part bugs me. Like, I see where you're coming yeah. for a lot for a lot of things. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> yes, we're jumping around. That part bugs me for. Then this is another nitpicky reason. A lot like Will Smith wearing two guns on the same side of his body. Um, is Will Smith comes up to Kevin Klein. He's like, Artie, were you were you serious about this or can you actually get it to work like he's like we don't have time for your half-baked adventures his ornithopter right right yeah. he's like were you serious about this or do you really do you think you can build it and i'm like every single one of his inventions has worked this yeah. film like he's not like his inventions don't break or, or backfire and like, he's legendary in the ser- intelligence services community yeah he's worked for the president for 15 years or it's whatever just, <laughs> they, they have him refer to a, a, a storyline or like a character arc that is not in the film Oh, like because he's like, it, well, it implies it, right? Because he's like, he has like nothing but disdain for his inventions, and he's like, your half baked inventions are. And then he's like, do you think were you just pretending you, you were talking about, or you think this will really work? It's like it, it was. Yeah. It's a weird thing to say because that hasn't been a conflict in the film. The conflict isn't that Artemis's gadgets don't work; it's that Will Smith doesn't like to use them. Right, and that Artemis doesn't want to work with a partner, and they just have to break that ice. Right. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Artemis's gadgets don't work when they are on his body, like his hypnotizing boobs, when they're boob related. Um, cause That's his the fake only one boobs, that breaks. His fake boobs aren't good, apparently. 
and his hypno boobs. That's my breast. Now touch and then yourself. The f- four minute scene. Oh, four minute scene with Mehmet Walsh watching. Yeah. On. And why does he say I knew it? Because what did he know? I don't that know. they like to that touch they each wear, other's breasts. That they wear fake breasts and touch each other's okay. breasts. I knew it. Yeah, just one. I of knew it. Many, one look at them and I knew. One of the <laughs> many hilarious homophobic jokes yeah. in the film. Uh, well, there's actually when because uh, as a writer. There's a lot of times where we'll sit down, right, and think about the subtext and then say we don't want them to literally say the subtext so you write some spin on it. Or vice versa, you're watching a movie and you're automatically decoding the subtext. So I decode the subtext automatically a lot when I watch stuff to try and break the scene and figure out, like, what I think about it. And I just thought it was funny that the climactic argument between Arliss Loveless and Jim West, every line is, well, you're you're handicapped well you're black oh well you're God. handicapped well you're black they do <laughs> it like, twice they, they, they they're trading jokes yeah yeah but every joke relies on yeah, yeah. but society doesn't respect you because you're handicapped well i got news for you buddy you're black yeah it's my yeah <laughs> that was insane because like it's nuts yeah you'd want your hero to take the high road right to like not make ableist jokes yeah <laughs> Like the villain making racist jokes, sure, he's the villain. Yeah. And that's a common trope in this is like, I think they really lean into the post-Civil War era thing where they're like, well, it doesn't matter if Kevin Klein ribs him a little. These guys are racist, <laughs> straight up. So yeah. it's such an easy to bucket to put in like, okay, we hate that guy. Not that they don't also let you know with like, that guy's covered in crusty goo and looks like a meth addict. He's probably bad. Right. Oh. Whereas Jim West is like perfectly groomed in the <laughs> yeah, Wild West. He just it looks like a <laughs> fucking rock star every time. He, <laughs> yeah. like, in the opening scene, he's just walking around with his vest and no shirt on. Like he yep. looks amazing. Balls and he's out. like punching people like a dance move. He looks incredible. <laughs> the only time he looks dumb is when he tries to kick people. Like when he comes in and that opening scene where he falls out of the water tower and he has to rush over to intercept um, Jame Gum, right? Ted Levine, who is fucking so foul, oh, so man. gross. In is this that movie. the guy with the ear horn? Yeah. yeah, the guy who, when hypnotized, turns into a, a literal dog. dog for some reason. Um, and also, something I really liked is recreates the RKO logo when he dies. Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. funny. What the but dog why? comes and listens to his ear horn. No reason, because it's not a referential <laughs> movie. It's had no other nope. visual yeah. references. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like. It's not even of the time period. Yeah. <laughs> it's a completely baffling reference to make in this film. Uh, I think, I, 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 here's the thing, I would say like, oh, maybe they just had that dog on set and they're like, hey, I know. But no, you have to train a dog mm-hmm. to do these things. They you put have that to, dog, and dog in looks scene. identical to the logo. Yeah. 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 They, were, they were making that scene or like, you know what? We need one of them to have a dog so that the dog can jump down and do the RCA thing. Yeah. Anyways, the point of what I was saying is when they when he busts into the to the uh, saloon where Kevin Klein is dressed up as a woman trying to intercept Ted Levine and hypnotize him. And then Jim West fucks it all up and then starts beating people up. He throws two in the midst of looking amazing, just punching dudes. And, and there, there's some cool like fight choreography in this. Mm-hmm. Like fights don't work. It's high budget. <laughs> yeah. They, this movie was not cheap. Yeah. Um, he throws two embarrassing kicks in that really? scene. Like he does one where he runs up and jumps and kicks a guy, and it's like the like it's like the lamest like Nyeh! like it little... is. It's Will Smith doing it. Yeah, yeah. And that doesn't. I guess that doesn't surprise me too much because I feel like as an actor would like an actor would like think like oh yeah I could fight I could throw punches and then the moment kicking becomes a thing it's that realization of like kicking's you, kind of you hard have to, to know do, how to kick. Or but else in you're your like head you're asshole. probably like I bet this looks awesome. Yeah, yeah you watch the daily and you're like oh. He throws, a, he throws a side kick. It's just like, what are you doing? Jeremiah yeah. Johnson looks good kicking. <laughs> He's maybe the only one. Is that the guy that he fights on the <laughs> underneath? 
Reese's well, have I you seen the movie entirely. Jeremiah Johnson? No. No. Oh, it's a Robert Redford movie that's a, about a guy living in the snowy wilderness. But it's basically the story of the man who invented kicking. Because all nice. he wants is to be left alone. And every time someone representing society comes to fuck with him, he just stands still, lifts his right leg, and a horse kicks him in the chest, and it kills him every time. <laughs> It's just like, oh, no one thought of kicking before. This is a good move. This real, is useful. It's a, real, yeah. it's a real Billy Jack move. <laughs> if you don't jump in the air, because I think Will Smith's problem in this is he tries to do many flying kicks. You lose all your leverage. Yeah, it's not a good move. Yeah. I will say the biggest laugh I got out of my parents was when he tries to sword fight with the tiny foot knife. A little, <laughs> little foot knife. Which didn't make that me laugh. That useless ass foot knife. But someone enjoyed it. So that's an Somebody exhibit for the it. defense. Okay. <laughs> We'll, yeah, put I mean, that, we'll put that. We'll put that in there. There's, there's a couple of moments I laughed. Yeah. Kevin Klein gave that to him, right? Yeah, yeah. He just put it because even that counts as a gadget. Okay, <laughs> a spring on a knife, right? In your shoe. But he, it works. He it sta- does work. He, it he works. Sta- he stabs it's, a Native American guy in the chest with it on top of the train. Yeah, good for him. But then, like, <laughs> yeah, then then like when he tries to use it on the other guy, it's just you know, it's a gag. Speaking of the other guy, the two guys that Will Smith fights in the inside of the the bowels of the spider that are not described explicitly but i can only imagine in the script are named phineas gage (laughs) and cenobite like the second one is straight from hellraiser he has i forget but like mining equipment on no he has a metal skull. Yeah, he has a metal, metal skull. skull. He, is a, is he is a bag. cyborg. Yeah, he's got it. He's Every a robot. part of him is metal. At, <laughs> at the a... last minute, oh, his this balls movie are cowbell. introduces <laughs> cyborgs. Yes. And a guy with a railroad spike through his skull. Yeah. For some reason. And then Will Smith doesn't even defeat the cyborg. The cyborg just stops working. He shorts out for no reason and falls yeah. out of the spider. Well, this is in the right era. Phineas Gage famously got a railroad spike through the skull. It's how he learned about lobotomies. <laughs> And it changed his personality. It was a famous case from the Civil War era where uh, he was a dynamiter who got the spike through his skull. Wait, so that is Phineas Gage? It's a true Gage? story, yeah. We, can, th- we have to assume it's Phineas Gage. So I'm saying, I have, yeah, you got to assume. Because uh, the famous story about Phineas Gage is after that, all his friends were like, he used to be so nice and now he's an asshole. He's and now he's I think that's this I got a big fucking spider. spike in my head. <laughs> right. So he was easy to recruit because he's a yeah. raging asshole. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Dick, you want to come work on a giant spider? Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. I hate everything but spiders. Um, this movie is madness. There's one the- one overall point that I really wanted to bring up is there are there's a handful of times, maybe three or four times in the movie, where there are scene transitions that are fucking bizarre and baffling. Like, for instance, the, the first one that of this type that happens is when the nitroglycerin wagon crashes into the saloon and they look at each other and say, now what? And it explodes. And then we cut to the white house the next day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That is an insane place to cut that scene. They just throw us right into the plot and then they, yeah, no, the, do you see what I'm saying? Oh yeah. No, it's just, for me, it was part of it overall, like how disorienting the beginning was. Cause it's the, the guy yelling about us, giant spider. Yeah. Head cut off. We don't hear from him in, in a while after that, I don't yeah. think. And Kevin then Klein it cuts, just happens to have his head on his yeah, train. It cuts for them hunting Ted Levine, and you don't know who he is, why they're hunting him, and then the, the, the thing explodes, and then just cut to White House, and it was just like, okay, movie, like calm down for a second, and just tell me what's happening. Right, and then the president's here, he's like, I'll explain, yeah. but I'm not really the president, for no reason, I'm in disguise. <laughs> There's no danger yet, but I'm in disguise. <laughs> Got a marzipan cake with spiders in it. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, um, there's uh, another time, like right at, like, it just you know, like right after that when it's what Michael already pointed out, the line was like, I got a train to catch. He's like, not if I catch it first. And he zooms ahead of him on his motorbike and just like puffs white smoke back in his face. And then it cuts to he's on the train and Will Smith is trying to catch up with him. That's weird. Yeah. Um, it's weird to omit only a few seconds of action, but the sequence is otherwise like continuous right. well, action. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to stop it, like in the, in the exam, in the first example that I gave, like as soon as the gl- nitroglycerin cart explodes in the saloon that both of our main characters are standing in that is currently full of bad guys, they just cut. Like that scene's over. Yeah. They don't show them like reacting to like, it. Like, or, that's like, like when the scene the picks up. Like, They're right? like, you know how action movies go. Off camera, they leapt away from the explosion. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a on. shit? White House. Yeah. Look at these sheep. Although I did like the sheep bit. Way sheep. too many jokes about how Selma Hayek can't speak English well. Yeah. Okay, I think I'm almost done with the problematic shit. And yeah, it's not just Selma. Every woman is, you see, either T or the A. Or oh, L. yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of, my, one of my biggest questions was what the fuck was going on at that party where he has like a sex dungeon and people hiding in paintings? He has like, a what sex nasium. Yeah, what the fuck is going on there? Oh, also, I hate to throw my mom under the bus, but... That okay, so yeah, there's a scene where they're having an eyes wide shut softcore though version yeah. party at the evil guy's mansion, and someone I think it's Jim gets taken or walks into a room where there's a living painting, yeah, and because the frame is static, you're like, oh, that's a paint, that's a dude, it right. surprises you. But if you understand how three dimensions work, how living it would only and, surprise yeah. you if you were staring at a static frame of it, so like. Jim walks through and they do a whole dialogue scene and then the person steps out of the painting with a gun and my mom audibly went, oh, that's clever. And I'm like, pause. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> like, Yeah, he would have walked in that bullshit, room and been like, mom. Hey, yeah. He would have immediately been like, what are these people doing? Right, because it's that like a yeah. sex watcher guy was yeah. his job. Yeah. <laughs> and he shot one that was above him. Yeah. So there's like a guy like sweating and like holding on. Splinter to the, there's no, yeah. the there's no ladder. He has no rope. <laughs> What is he going to do up there? <laughs> They're just being paid to stand there. Right, because they didn't know Jim West was going to be there. They didn't know he was going to go into that office. Yeah. How does someone transmit to them that they're supposed to kill that guy? They've been in standing in paintings the whole night. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, like like Bai Ling, who is... What, uh, why East? is she in Miss this East? movie? Yeah. yeah, Miss East. So, yeah. There's a West meets East joke where oh, Jim West has sex with an Asian woman she's named Twice. East. <laughs> yep. It's like, she's like, e- West meets East. And then and like, he's like, like, yeah, uh-huh. Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> this movie's not going well. <laughs> uh, and then in the, in, the, in the room full of the living paintings, she says again, like, uh, East and West, never the twain shall meet. We're like, we got it. Yeah, we get the... We get we the I do. wish he had said, like, got you, it. You said that already. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, line, though. I know. It, it's, it's weird that we have these names that are so appropriate geographically to where we come from. But, yeah. like, I, I got it. Also, the twain, they shall meet. Right. Meaning we're going to fuck. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. You think Loveless is, because he has a bunch of people he's hosting that we later discover why they're there to, to take back America. Mm-hmm. You think those people are having a good time? At the party, a lot the party, of them seem to be like he comes. He he explodes. Out he of explodes Lincoln's out head. of Lincoln. That's how, his first <laughs> thing is exploding out of Lincoln. I feel like at that point, people would be like, "Ah, eh, that's not for me." Um, and and then uh, he comes out and says, "Y'all look like you've seen a ghost." So it's like they thought he was dead. Clearly, yeah. and we we understand like 
Jim West is surprised. Seems like, oh, you're supposed to be dead. So clearly, at least some of the people at this party have no idea that it's being thrown by Arliss Loveless or yeah. that he's still alive. But I do believe at that time that you could find a bunch of people who hated Lincoln. Wasn't sure, that yeah. still fresh? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm surprised why more people weren't booing when they wheeled out that giant Lincoln. Like, before it explodes. Yeah, before it explodes. explodes. They'd be like, what kind of party is it? Yeah, like yeah. definitely the guys who want to lynch uh, Jim West later should have been like, this is inappropriate. I don't yeah. want no Lincoln cake. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, they're extremely prosaic for hateful warmongers who want to overthrow the government. They're very dumb, yeah. Because And maybe, maybe we did answer it because maybe they're inundated by so many bizarre sex parties right. that they just sit there and wait to see what's going to happen. But- when they do the classic, and this does feel like it's straight out of any TV show from the mid-70s, uh, Jim West comes in dressed as a sexy lady with a veil on mm-hmm. and yep. dances for about three and a half minutes. Well, like Making s- a pigeon noise. Smacking Arliss Loveless occasionally yeah, as if it's like S&M, but also, haha, we don't right. like this guy, so we're glad you're hitting him. Everyone just sits there in silence being like, this seems like the next phase of the party. Let's see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For all they know, this is planned. Yeah, this is a party. Yeah. It's also an amphitheater. So, like, some of them saw him hand Kevin Klein a, a key. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, when they're ta- well, let's when see where this goes. When he's talking to them, like, to the, he's just like, don't worry, Mr. President, I'll get you out. Like, there's a henchman, like, right there. Mm. He he's is like, not no, being quiet. Nothing. And Arliss Loveless must, like, he must know the itinerary. Right. Well, Did Loveless he think a lady a in a veil was going to come in and dance? I think Loveless thought that someone had pulled something on him. Here's, uh, here's, here's another. Like, uh, go ahead. Sorry, I just want to. These, these, uh, I forget they're like the British people. I think there's Mexico's there's represented. British, Mexico, France, France. and Spain. Yeah. Oh, and, or maybe like, not France. Maybe they're, it's Spain. They're, they're, this is like their weekend, right? Like this is their... They've been invited to go on this nice weekend. To Spider Canyon. Where, where they've like seen Lincoln's head explode. Um, they had a sex dungeon party, followed by an evening massacre, where they just watch a bunch of people get massacred by a by a tank. Mm-hmm. And now they're on this spider. Yeah, it's like, the, at some point they should have thought, like, maybe this guy isn't going to work out. Like, I, I wouldn't trust that man at that point, because his plan is essentially, <laughs> I am going to get the president to give up America, or I will shoot things with my giant robot. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And... It's great because it's a super weapon, but it's still tempered by the fact that we're in the past. Right. So as a modern viewer sitting there, they find that field and they're like, holy shit, this can fire a cannon in 360 degrees. This could kill like 80 people. Yeah. (laughs) That's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It it seems like- (laughs) like, He's threatening all of America with this thing? Yeah. It's like, I think we can get all of America to take this thing down. It's in the 1860s. I mean- well, the biggest, the biggest, biggest thing we got is the the cavalry, right? I mean, it could be. You can see how that could be insurmountable, but it can't conquer the whole country by definition because it's locationally based. I guess That's is true. my thought. Like it reminds me of the my, my personal most hated plot hole in Futurama, where Zoidberg's planet comes and takes over Earth, and they have a giant crab palace, right? The mobile oppression palace that supposedly can suppress the entire planet. How? Yeah. On the other side of the planet, <laughs> yeah. people could be doing shit. It's a lot of juggling. Yeah. 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 
That's what's like ground to cover. It seems like at some point that like those people, the people who came to see his plan, I feel like they're the fuck ups of their country too. Mm -hmm. Like they're all just maniacs. I just wanted Kevin Klein to be like my newest invention, a 3D printed unregistered AR-15, (laughs) and they just destroy, (laughs) just demolish everyone. About when 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 Jim West walks in dressed up as a woman into the Spider City, uh, this is going to branch off in two separate points. Mm -hmm. I love that the sentence began like yeah. My main point is that we're in the middle of Artemis about to get shot in the face. Um, and then what interrupts the execution is that this music starts to play. Right. And then Will Smith comes dancing out uh, dressed like an exotic woman. Um, where's that music coming from? Because it's the music that distracts him. There's no boombox in the he 1860s. Put in, he put in a CD. The band isn't playing anything. You see them standing. You see still. them motionless. <laughs> right. It'd be one thing if it was just in the mo- in the editing of the movie. Right. But, but the it's music clearly the music that part. stops him. Yep. It's like diegetic. he stops he goes, huh? and turns what? to look where the music is coming from. <laughs> so that's one thing. Another thing. The 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 final act of this movie is a garbage fire mess of of badness and forced production notes <laughs> right like first yeah. of all there's three points of no return like there's three lowest moments right like the the they get left in the in the in the desert with their magnetic collars and then right. they are I, lost in the desert and then there's a clear reshoot where they're walking in front of a green yes, screen of Utah. Walk, it's like they're walking in place. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that, but that's true. Yeah, there's yeah. a which is it, it's jarring because you know they're actually in Utah for like because you can see like the exteriors. And yeah. Like, oh, these are the real places, but then all of a sudden they're in, a, in an obvious green screen, and it's so he can lift up and say, "I've still got this metal collar," and then it sucks him to the railroad track. So it's like that was a clear rewrite where they were like, "Well, we need f- them to have a reason to find the railroad track to find the city." Yeah. So they find their train, which has not been demolished like they go inside he hits the panels all of his guns are still there it's not torn apart they're able to get costumes the and villains shit. didn't harvest any of the technology. right because right. loveless stole that train yeah. to get there but didn't didn't loot it or blow it up even. or blow yeah. it up so <laughs> they get on they they get out uh to to get onto the spider kevin klein dresses the president to try to fool him but he does it doesn't fool loveless he just takes both kevin klein and the president and then will smith climbs at the side and gets shot in the chest and falls a hundred feet yes onto the ground he should be dead um it's like he's I've, like thank god i got this chain mail it's like the bullet yep, is the least of mail. your worries yeah. after you fall also i think it's notable at this point he's packing again a, like the most blatant mib ripoff a tiny gun that's overpowered. That oh, yeah. Like, what? This stupid gun. And yeah, then it yeah. turns out it's really powerful, yeah. So the at cricket. The, yeah, the cricket. The noisy cricket. He gets up, you know, after having fallen off the spider, goes back to the train. The train is now both destroyed and looted. Right. Which is, okay, so that's where he finds the tiny gun and the costume and then goes back. So All of a sudden, it cuts to... Loveless making his announcement to those clowns and showing here's how the United States is going to be divided up, and then he's going to execute Art- Artemis Gordon. For all we know, they're inside the spider, right? We're given no indication right, they're or anywhere the else. Yeah, but no, they're actually at the city. So in between that point, he walked the spider all the way back to the city, and they all got out. But we're just we're never shown that. Like the geography of the set of the third act, he is goes and kidnaps the president with a spider, and then goes back. Goes back to the city. It's also that- you have to imagine a point where Arliss Loveless was like. 
Look, I know we didn't blow that train up, and I know I got a big speech in four minutes, but y'all go blow that train up now. Yeah, <laughs> like, sure yeah. you get all of his guns so yeah. he can't bring it back to harass my half-man There's... robot self. <laughs> all the guns were taken. We'll just blow it up, man. I gotta party. Trash it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's definitely some reshoot shit there. I, I feel like the city was added or something because... It's weird. It's, because they, there's they've... another part that I was like... Why wasn't that the line where he says like they're they're walking up to the city and they say something like what do we have that what does he have that we don't or something like yeah, that yeah. and then they look and I thought he was going to say he has a giant spider because that's the proper thing to say and he goes he has a city and it's like who cares and then the spider comes and then they go and he has a giant spider and it's like that felt like that was what was on the page yeah. and then they needed to like Add the city. Yeah, yeah. add the city. To ha- he shoe-worn. walks all the way past him to, to where the president is kidnapping and walks all the way back. The other baffling thing about that is it sweeps up into view. The first thing they see is the plat- the controlling platform with Loveless and all of his cronies. They clearly see them. Like they have to. <laughs> but they just walk right past him and go all the way to um, yeah. Utah. And they somehow catch up and get. they somehow get to... Where the president is drive is is connecting the transcontinental railroad. They somehow get there before Loveless and his giant spider, which like involves doubling back. Like yeah. if you saw one of those wide shots of a map with dotted lines, it would look like what the fuck are these people look, doing? Yeah, They're just spinning around like Keystone <laughs> cops yeah. in the general southeast area. <laughs> There's a lot, and so and, and yeah, so Will Smith goes back to the train. Now it's wrecked, and then he somehow gets down into the city, right, dressed as this lady, and starts playing music from nowhere. Yeah, we don't see where he got the costume either, right? It, we assume it's it's. They yeah, just I think he's going well, through the, the wreck train. Yeah. train and Gordon I think the idea is that's all he can disguise because he throws that, the eight ball too, and I think it's just because that's sure. the only weapon they he left has. It, yeah. That doesn't lessen that this is a that third act of a Scooby Doo cartoon, right? Yeah, like that's unaltered what Shaggy would do to save Scoob. Oh from yeah, a sticky jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they keep like we had three peaks where like right when they find the city that should have been there's the spider yeah but there's then a... it's like there has to be another thing where they try to rescue the president and then that doesn't work well, and then there's another the thing like, oh the train's broken now, <laughs> yeah. now i have to go back and get the president and artemis from from the inside of the spider but no it's the city like how would he know that they went back to the city he'd be looking for the spider right how would he ever catch them yeah and that's... then they have to when he frees artemis they still have the president and I guess Salma Hayek at this point. So they have to go back to the train so that Artemis can build the flying machine. <laughs> right. They definitely have Salma Hayek because my biggest cringe in the whole movie was where I slowly pieced together what Loveless was saying. I'm like, did he just threaten to build a rape machine yes. to rape Salma Hayek? This yeah. is a kid's movie and he <laughs> talks about making a robotic cock to He's rape like, Salma Hayek. You think Hayek. I can't rape Salma Hayek just because I have no penis? I'll build a rape machine, motherfucker. Yeah. He says the, like, this is like PG. He says the words like pumping steal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they look over at he this like very phallic thing. Pumping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the thing, that scene, they show the dick machine. It turns a out dick later, machine, but it yeah. turns out later to be pumping oil into the spider or something, but nevertheless. Yes, uh, the razor discs that shoot <laughs> That's out. right. Yeah. It, yeah. Shoots, it shoots Cenobite discs out. But yeah. that still, scene, Again, it, this this is like a lot of little moments. When they're being chased by those blades, Kevin Klein yells, head for the gully. What? How does he know there's a gully there? <laughs> we can't see anything. Nobody, they're in a yeah. cornfield, and Bring he's just like, I read, I read the script. <laughs> read there's the a script. gully. There's a gully. There's a, and then, they, and they, then the blades explode when they collide. They hit each other. They fall into the muck, which, I mean, thank God there was yeah. mud down there, because yeah. that was quite a drop. There's always a gully, or an inlet, or a fjord. 
<laughs> fucking fjords. That would have changed the movie. Head to the fjord. Uh, my parents also thought that was shit, and that tickled them a lot. They're like, uh, haha. And I'm like, could be shit. Wouldn't you wonder where the trench of shit came from? Yeah. Who's, who's filling that trench in there? Shit? Like, yeah. Who's been shitting in there? Whose shit is this? Spiders got a shit somewheres. Um, and then after they do that elaborate sequence of really hilarious physical comedy involving the magnets, they just fall into the river, and then Artemis is like, oh, there's my spare toolkit. Yeah. Cut to Jim West roasting a lizard, and they're both free. <laughs> Yeah, man. That was, again, hastily written in, it feels like. And then that shot of the spider and then the wasp coming over and stinging it to death. And it's like, oh, so they can go later. That was, I'll give the writer's credit for it. as hell. Yeah, I'll give the writer's credit for at least thinking they needed to set up the flying later. um, Because I don't think they needed to. Before Artemis says, what if we built a flying machine? (laughs) There was no need for Artemis to see that to come up with that concept. That's nuts. Like, I feel like the character would have. Would have come up with that without any. Well, he yeah, had he had that bike, right? Like he could have said something later, like I'm, I, like I'm, I'm thinking of putting wings on this, or like some something setting up that yeah. he's thinking about a flying machine. They didn't need a CGI spider and wasp. Like that probably cost money, right? Was like, any of the spider externals practical? Do you yeah, know? some of it looked. The, the spider on his hand was real. It's just when he puts right. it, when the right. when the wasp the wasp is CGI. So when it comes, no, to I'm sorry, thing. I meant the robot spider. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the, the robot. I think yeah, the part where he's like climbing it and stuff. That's cool. Like, that's I think that's what made the effect good. The only problem with the effect was that when they were on the spider, mm-hmm. you'd see these exteriors of the spider like rocking back and forth and walking, and then they'd be inside or and on it, like and it's just completely yeah, it's still. Just yeah. Perfectly still. Um, um, but yeah, the, the, the platform that are, uh, Loveless and all of his people are when they, when they drive it, like you see when, when, the, when the spider's head like zooms in, they're clearly on something. Right, it's yeah. just they've built the spider I remember it. Yeah. I used to read, I think it's called Cinefix, like that. Yes, yeah. my dad has all the old yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used show. to... I used to I used to read them by because I couldn't afford them. I used to go into the like I think it was called Media Play, like the local place that sold books and shit in the nineties before mm-hmm. the internet ruined it all, and like um, would just sit and read them. And I remember the Wild Wild West one and being so fucking impressed by that. And yeah. seeing it now, I still I still think it holds it's up. Not a bad effect. It does. Yeah. It does, especially the exteriors. And then, of course, thankfully. James West is able to triumph by finally having it in him to throw a man in a wheelchair off a cliff <laughs> to his death. Yeah. You don't know. There could be a trench of mud like down there. Like, well, anything. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> like, he's sent to find, he's sent to capture Ted Levine, General Bloodbath, Mag- Bloodbath McGrath. Okay, I was and wondering who Ted Levine is. <laughs> and he's, he, as soon as he has him subdued in, in the opening sequence, he's just going to shoot him in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later, when he shows up and Ted Levine's crawling out of the river, helpless dying he's gonna shoot him in the face yep and at this point when he's defeated loveless because uh kevin klein uses the tiny pistol to shoot the hydraulics and and disable his like a wasp right like the sting (laughs) of a wasp um he's got little helpless like half kenneth brana that's when he's like oh i'm not gonna we're i'm gonna take you to jail we got a jail cell picked out he's like oh okay he's learned mercy and like being like lawful 
But no, as soon, he allows him to crawl in his wheelchair, and then they're both hanging out the side, and then he's just like, well, fuck you, I'm just going to drop you right, here, he's like, now. I knew you was a pussy, and he's like, fine, then die. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to save myself by catching onto the feet of this hanged man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. First they exchange racist and, and, and ableist, ableist jokes. jokes yeah. Yeah. One, that was, one more time. One yeah. more time for the road. Yeah. There was a, that was a great <laughs> that, 90s action. That canyon doesn't look ramp-friendly. Sorry. <laughs> He does make a handicap ramp joke. At least I yeah. won't live to hear your credits rap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're saying that. Oh no, there was a great no, that was a great moment in '90s action when he's hanging from the dead man, and then they just cut because it, it reminded me of like most '90s action where it's like these days they would explain like, okay, how, how does the he get hell up? Did he yeah, get swings out, yeah. back and forth or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I'm sure he could technically get up by like climbing the man. It would be really difficult. But again, it's like '90s action where they're like, nah, you. He'll figure it out. He like, didn't fall to his death, so now he's in the cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was the same thing as in that opening sequence, like when the glycerin cart crashes. I would the building. say the entire building explodes. Yeah, that's more unforgivable. Yeah, and then I they think. just cut to them in the White House. Like, what What happened? You just hear voiceover, like, whoo, that was close. Yeah, yeah but we made boys it just about <laughs> We sure did. Yeah, that, <laughs> the explosion is the equivalent of if they showed him, Will Smith like grab his wheelchair and they fall and then they cut away yeah like it's that where it's like they don't show any right at the very least we can infer that he climbed up that yeah yeah the explosion's truly insane also i didn't even realize that's kenneth branagh that's really mine now yeah yeah that's all right that's a shame. This movie has a, in a good way. great cast. It, it does. Great cast that and it just wastes. And it's not like they phone it in. They try. Fine. They really yeah. try. Some of them try real hard. Yeah. <laughs> but no one's phoning it in. I think because of the money involved. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth Branagh had to say a bunch of racist puns he's at also, Will Smith. He's also and he's on like, but his... I get to do an accent? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has his uh, he has his legs folded up underneath him in a trick chair the entire movie. Yeah. It's like very not comfortable I to do. I'm sure he endured cramps and like pins and needles yeah. and shit to get this horrible movie yeah, out. Yeah, to get this horrible movie line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. There's one more overall point that I really wanted to make and it's that the two main characters are ferociously unlikable. Do you guys agree? Jim West Jim and Artemis. has, because he is like, Jay, if Jay had already succeeded and was the most decorated agent, the charm with complete lack of humility makes him unlikable. Yeah. Yes. From step one, you're like, well, he's always going to win and he knows he's going to win. That's kind of annoying. Yeah. And then uh, Kevin Klein is straight up, well, you're just... Again, you're Niles Crane. You're just like a curmudgeonly dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The relentless bickering. It was yeah. just like, this is not. This is exhausting. Yeah. Whereas, man, K and J, and it's this thing where there's like nine elements that make a great film great, and they lose the two that really mattered most, and just they didn't pick the right things yeah. to slavishly like recreate. Someone just corrected me online, slavishly recreate. But, uh, Kay was about to retire and you had all these themes about memory in your glory days and sunset years and winding down. And Jay is literally the identity character because he didn't know this existed when the movie started. In Wild Wild West, it's like two guys who are like, yeah, I'm agent number one. So am I. Oh, well, fuck you. Well, fuck you back. Right. Let's do our job. We did our job. There's right. nothing. There's no and, art. And, and Tommy Lee Jones is never adversarial to 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 Jay. In the he's he's right. his mentor. He's like he, he is shit, like but he's he gives him some like, shit. But it's like it's it's when Jay's trying to go rogue, and he's yeah, like, no, yeah. you can't go rogue. 
yeah. go by the book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he learns to go by the book. Yeah. Like, that's his arc. Right. Yes. He becomes Kay's true successor. Like, Jim West doesn't learn a fucking thing, and neither does Artemis. Like, they no. don't learn anything. <laughs> and yet, both of them have at least three moments where the score of the film swells in a way where you're like, is this the moral? This shot? Right. Was this supposed to be? This is the Was important that thing? To be a thing? <laughs> yeah, question. Yeah. Does the lady character in Men in Black have any more use than Selma Hayek in this movie? She impacts the plot. Her, she has the If cat. she weren't a coroner... Uh, several things wouldn't have unfolded the way they did. Right. They needed right. a character to be And they in at that least position. make her yeah. uh, a man in black at the end, which is yes. insane to me because that's insane recruiting technique. Uh, also, this <laughs> random person is a friend of mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Because Selma Hayek, she literally, like, her, her purpose is to be, it's because the writers think it's really clever at the end that they don't get the girl. Right. And that's I, it. She just takes their dicks on for a ride, like the whole right, to get what she needs to get her so husband. But what's crazy is she was already her quest was already identical to their quest, right. and she didn't provide information that they didn't have before she joined the party. So it's literally like an RPG where you're like, so and so joined the party. Okay, the cave's over. So and so left the party. Right. Great. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's. Yeah, yeah she does nothing. She she's just there to get captured. And I don't I don't super hate be, the fact that to be a butt. neither one of them gets like rewarded. Oh with, no, that was the, great. Right. Like again, I think that was the writers thinking they were being really like subversive. Subversive, which I guess at the time it probably was. <laughs> they just forgot to know. give the character anything anything else to do. To do. Yeah. Like I like the idea of the ending of her just being like, yeah, fuck off. Um, and then, and them just being stuck with each other. And that's like, that's cute. You know, like if you've seen her basically completely naked five times in a four quadrant family action yeah. film, mm-hmm. it kind of lessens the like credit I'll give you when you're like, yes. And then she's strong at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not even that she's, it's like, she's like, haha, this guy who should be like the same age as my father. I'm actually married to him. Yeah. And that's the, that's it. Like the reveal is, yeah, I'm with a much older guy, and I've been lying to you guys this whole time. It's very strange. But like, I, uh, at least they don't see each other's dicks like the end of Maverick. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We're father and son. <laughs> as a lighthearted check bit, out each other's. Like, what she said, our dicks are similar. We better look at each other's. Better dicks. check out each other's dicks. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, to pipe oh man, you laying. too close to the mark. She's yeah. got our number. Yeah. <laughs> Which is four and a half. <laughs> Collectively. Oh, <Maverick. laughs> Standing on each other's shoulders. In warm water. Yeah. <laughs> um, How about the Melisance, huh? The Gibson what? coming back, baby. No. Uh, I just wanted to end on a down note, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, I'm trying to think of, because I, again, I... This isn't the worst movie that we've had on here. Not by a long I've, shot. I've said that about, I guess, 99% of right. the movies we have. Um, we are eventually going to get to one where it's going to be like, this is the worst movie right. we've ever had on here. Because be- for me, what makes a, a bad movie really bad is if it's boring. If it's boring. This movie's not boring. This and, movie's or, not boring. I enjoyed watching it. And I feel like boring is usually a product of, you can tell that like laziness seeped into the shoot and no one in at any level tried hard right but in this clearly the costume designers tried hard the sound editor tried hard the effects engineers tried hard yeah the actors tried hard in yeah. some cases so there's a lot to enjoy there's if you can enjoy a movie where the person writing the script either didn't try hard or just sucks 
there are six credited writers. Okay, oh, there's your part problem. Of the problem yeah. right there. That's your problem there. Yeah. yeah, this is definitely one where it's like, you this okay, you're gonna, to evil. You're gonna, <laughs> exactly. you're, you're gonna put this much money and talent into the movie. Maybe read the script first. Like, read the script and make sure it's good. And if it's not good, make it good, and then put all the money. And talent. That's the classic it. conundrum, though, is they try to make it good by hiring yet more additional writers. Right. And then that new revision goes through yet another notes process where a producer who couldn't give a shit but has to say something in this meeting right. says, like, I think he should dance in a veil. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's the equivalent of building why a house. Can't his, why can't his boobs turn into flamethrowers? <laughs> right. Like, day? we know why this shit happens with these big budget movies. Yeah. And I, still... think I, I love that you guys preach that gospel. We got to break that cycle right. of abuse. Because <laughs> again, it's like building a house and being like, the house isn't right. Let's build more house on it. Like, like let's have different firms. Let's get, do yeah, three get a bunch editions. of people yeah. to add more rooms and shit on it. And eventually the house will be good. If yeah. we make, we put enough shit on There's it. One, one point that I remembered now that I talked about the flame throwing boobs uh, that Will Smith wears when he's dressed up as a lady. Yeah. It cuts to as he's as he's shooting his his flames at, after Doctor Lovelace who escapes, and he's he's kind of shooting flames at the at the criminals. There's a close up shot of him just engulfing a man in fire from his <laughs> breast, from Big his breast, breasts. Yeah, and then it, <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh. And if you listen carefully, you can hear him say off frame, you suck on the titty, you're going to get burned. And I'm like, <laughs> clumsy dialogue just throughout, man. Patton Oswalt's punch-ups did not help. No. no. <laughs> Didn't make it in this draft. Yeah. I've heard of a back draft, but not a front draft. Nice. Oh. <laughs> so where do we land on this film? Love I- it. <laughs> Yeah, do you film. have any do you have any final defense of this film? I mean, your parents liking it is a is a decent defense. My defense is it's genuinely entertaining. Yeah. If you're able to always have the caveat like I'd hate to be quoted out of context. Yeah, uh it's wildly dated and problematic. And then still entertaining if that stuff if you're able to squint and look past that stuff and enjoy the action sequences, but that doesn't excuse right. all the racist and sexist say, shit. Yeah. Both are true. This is almost some- this is sorry. This is one of those films that I think about where, like, me being someone who watches so many movies will get mad at if it came out now. But then, like, the average moviegoer who is just like, I've been working all week. I just want to see a movie. I can see someone going out and seeing this movie and being like, it was fine. It was fucking fine. Like, it was entertaining. Especially it did if it's you're job. a white and, dude. Yeah, as I was gonna say, and <laughs> this if it's the '90s, it's like all the right. racist and homophobic stuff. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I I don't want to say in the '90s people were cared less about it, but it, it's... no, I think that's part of our privilege. Is yeah, if rep and that's why representation definitely being a, yeah. If you if you're a white guy watching, we're like 90s. a little Latina girl who loves Selma Hayek, and it was a big deal to see someone who looked like you in the movie, and she just flashed her ass and then served no purpose. Right, the movie would bother you even if it was '99. Right, so it's like. It's kind, it is part of white privilege that we have the luxury to watch a movie and be like, yeah, it's dated, but I like the action <laughs> yeah. sequences because yeah. it's not aimed at me personally. <laughs> yeah, it's racist and homophobic, but yeah. like, putting that aside. A, like, super, a, a super bummer thing <laughs> that I read about this film. It's and, 20 years old now. And it stands know? out when you, when you watch it with this in mind is that they do not let Will Smith kiss a white woman. Oh. Oh. See? Yeah. Ooh. And it's white privilege. And he smooches a few women. 
It's my privilege mm. that I don't have to notice that. Right. Like it doesn't occur to me. Right. Because I'm not thinking about and it. It's, yeah, yeah. So it's like not only is the movie racist in its text, but it's also like racist in its, in its ideas where it's sure. like, yeah. well, a mainstream audience wouldn't stand for Will Smith kissing a white woman. Yeah. Mm. And I personally believe that as long as you recognize that out loud, you can also recognize. And then the action sequence was fun. Yeah. That's okay with me. <laughs> right. And I think there's entertaining shit in this. And Will Smith continues to be charming. And Kevin Klein as Niles Crane is funny sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. there's there's a few bits for where each of them where it's like, okay, this is why you hired this person. Yes. This is this 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 actor doing the thing that they're good at. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a few moments where that comes through. So as long as you can add several asterisks to any endorsement of this film, <laughs> sure. yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, we just, it, it's not out yet, but we just covered 40 year old version, and that's crazy, Ooh, David, in retrospect. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That's, that one's tough to watch. <laughs> yeah. I watched Knocked Up recently, and it's like, oh my God. Mm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So this is not the worst movie we've covered, for sure. No. Mm. No. There's some. I, I'm still maintaining Streets of Fire being the worst movie we've ever far. On the show. Okay. Yeah, because it was boring. It was, that was the thing with Streets of Fire, is that I kept almost falling asleep during toe tap and soundtrack yeah you guys gotta cover the spirit eventually i'd come back for that if sure you okay spirit i've never seen it uh, that's I've the only movie i've ever walked out of oh, but shit. i did watch it later so that i could tell this story right. <laughs> <laughs> the only uh, i've i've it's walked out of how to lose a guy in 10 days and no, the quickest, like the quickest I stopped watching a movie I wasn't in the theater was R.I.P.D., which was thirty seconds oh. in. I shut off the movie. What was the triggering event or sight? It that was. Made you go, it was okay. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what it was. It was leading up because at first yeah. they're like fighting like a weird fat ghost, and they're like doing like Matrix slow motion, like that's kind of spoof that would have been done. 10 years earlier and then it right, does the Shrek freeze movie. frame of ryan runs and he says this is me you're probably wondering and i shut it up <laughs> like, probably done. wondering how i ended I am, up in this yeah and I'm i am not wondering <laughs> in that. this movie Goodbye. I, I watched that film in its entirety for an after hour script wow. <laughs> jesus yeah i remember the script that involved it and i believe even in the script some of the after hours characters were like Why'd you watch that, Soren? I <laughs> watched it. Yeah. I think it was a Soren point. Why yeah. have you yeah. seen that? Yeah. Uh, hey. No, I know. I think the joke was, I think the joke was, he said, have you guys seen RIPD? And the joke was that everyone at the table was like, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the anti-joke. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah well, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Thanks Michael. so much, guys. Thank Always you, a pleasure. Um, do you want to plug some stuff? You got pluggables? Yeah. Just our, uh, De facto, we think of it as sister podcast network with mm. Unpops and you guys at Gamefully Unemployed. Small Beans, find us at iTunes and Stitcher and Patreon, like everyone. Yes. And Give me on money. Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Swame underscore C-O-R-P if you want to stay in touch that way. Cool. Excellent. And as always, yeah, please check out Dave and I's Patreon, Gamefully Unemployed. Yeah. We got all sorts of all sorts stuff. of podcasts. We got stuff. And news does not does not have an underscore is that correct no no underscore no underscore. i always hear your like end plate our twitch has it's an important underscore. to mention yeah, yeah no our twitch underscore. has an underscore but yeah but you can find our twitch by going to the patreon. via patreon yeah it's all it's all we're, it's all horizontal it's all integration yeah that's not like just follow small beans comedy on instagram or follow me on twitter right and then you'll find out everything else yeah. organically yeah <laughs> well thank you guys uh thank you guys for listening everybody say bye goodbye bye. Wicka, wicka, wild wild bye <laughs>